0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Here you are, another episode of Keeping It Classy. We're on episode number nine. We've got Reed here to come talk about Winhof and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Here we go. Just jamming out there for a second. Sorry about that. It's a good one. It is a good it's one. A good so one. here we are. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, world. Hello, world.
1: It's Reed Joseph Wasser tuning in from where are we? Seattle. Mount Baker, Seattle. Mount
0: Baker, yep.
1: On a hill. High on, on a, a mount. hill. On a mount.
0: High, <laughs> high on a hill.
1: Um, yeah, we're doing Wim Hof workshops, teaching the method in different formats around Seattle and Long Beach, California. I go back and forth. Um, Yeah.
0: So this is a podcast for anybody listening. Just a little precursor here. I cuss a lot. And I also encourage anybody else who feels like dropping an F-bomb to just let it fly. Um, And if that's not for you, then you can go ahead and listen to something else. But you've been warned. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So... This is a podcast about taking classes, class experience, learning, teaching, teaching styles, all of those things, successes and fails within that. And uh, just over the weekend, I got an invitation to go and partake in a workshop. And uh, the detriment of it was that the end of it was going to be submerging yourself in ice water. And I... Fucking hate getting cold. My husband, Fabricio, he like he's the guy who will get in the river and just he gets he gets culty with it. He gets everybody in the river with nice. him, and they just all do it. You know, nice. He's like, no, but it's great. You like have to do it. So I kind of thought he was way more prepped for this than I was. I always I'm just like, nope. I'll just get in just to my and right, I'm right. good. That's yeah. good. Uh, Being in nature is good enough. I don't need to get all the way in. So I went in terrified, super, super, super terrified of it and made it out the other side. So
1: how did it feel on the other side?
0: uh, It felt good. It felt good. It was I it's like the cold was cool. I definitely feel some like joint pain pain difference like mm-hmm. there's something really tangible there but also i gotta say like for me it was more the mental that i know how much i hate that and that i don't want to do it and that i just did it anyway i could have gone deeper <laughs> i saw the yeah. video back i was like ooh, could have gone yeah. a little lower in there but just for me to even sit in that mm-hmm. was uh a success for me
1: you got right in
0: Holy (laughs) golly. Yeah. You got right in. Oh my gosh. So how did you get into this originally? And give me a little of your background, like what, where you got it all up to this point.
1: Um, okay. Up to this point. Let's see. I studied esoteric teachings, meditation, esoteric psychology for years since I was a teenager. Got into the philosophers like Gurdjieff and uh the Western esoteric tradition, studied a lot of Tibetan teachings, Eastern stuff. So
0: how did but that's another thing. So how did that even come into your realm at that age? Were you just looking for something?
1: Well, I was, yeah, I guess I was looking for something. I was looking for answers. Um, I have an uncle who would it stimulated my curiosities as a youngster. He's a, he is an Episcopalian priest. And a Tibetan Buddhist yogi and a Freemason.
0: So, whoa. And
1: just sort of a theologian and a philosopher. <laughs> so, so, and he would just put me onto some shit when I was like nine. He would put me onto like, some shit. So
0: you had some influence. And then
1: my grandma on my dad's side, she was a wonderful lady from Brooklyn, New York. She lived on Venice Beach. And so cool. I'd go to Venice Beach once a month oh, and spend yeah. the whole day there just learning all sorts See, of crazy so shit.
0: so much trippy shit there, dude. Still, exactly. Still. Oh, yeah, to this day. And
1: I still visit it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I still make sure I make my rounds yeah. there because.
0: But that's what I'm seeing. So you were like nine. Yeah. Right? So that's like some heavy influence <laughs> yeah. for a nine year old because that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Like most nine year olds aren't leaning their their focus in that direction. And with, I was
1: growing up in Long Beach, California, in the '90s, mm-hmm. which was like I was 13 when Dr. Dre's The Chronic came out. Oh my God! I Snoop was right Dog around came there out, too. and that was all from Long Beach. The guys from you know different bands that are from Long Beach. I grew up around a lot of like the music. Scene oh yeah. And. Oh, yeah. You know, the hip hop and the sublime and the Mm -hmm. reggae and the punk rock.
0: I had sublime, right? I was, I was going to say it.
1: Yeah. So I, a lot of those guys are friends of mine or connected.
0: Am I just old? I still think all that music is so good.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's, it's, it was a, it's a sound of an era
0: mm
1: -hmm. of like a little subculture. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's funny. I got a lot
1: of that growing up, but I played in little. Side bands and stuff, punk rock and reggae. And
0: oh, that's cool.
1: Did that. With what a lot do you of those guys. A little bit of everything. Mostly, mostly vocals and guitar at that time.
0: That's cool. Yeah. What a good place to do that. Yeah, it was fun. What a fun, good yeah. place to do that, right? Yep. So.
1: Yeah, and I was into that and yeah, just esoteric studies. As a teen, um, I started teaching really young. When I was like 20, I started giving lectures. That's cool. Did that for years. Published books and not my own, but worked with a publisher and just I've always been into I've always had an interest in consciousness, you know, just the mind, body, yeah. spirit connection.
0: Once you were in, you were in.
1: Yeah. I think so. And
0: then you just applied yourself to learn about it. Yep. So then capoeira
1: how- was a big part of that. You know, at at a certain point in my life I realized I needed to get back into movement and movement culture mm-hmm. just to sort of complete myself. It was just this right. thing that I was missing and cupboard it filled it perfectly it was the perfect oh yeah um has ga- all the gateway. things it has everything yeah so i'm still just like hooked on that i just love it just as a lifestyle decision as part yeah. of my life you know
0: yeah as a constant like yeah constant. this is just part it's of lifestyle. it. it's part of cupboard it lifestyle, yeah. yeah it's so funny right uh, sorry for anybody who's listening yeah it's uh capoeira is such a huge part of my experience and like the thing about it is even if you don't stick with it the ideas the concepts of it stay stick with you they and they help you in general and yeah and so and that's again like getting in the ice bucket for some people because it's so acrobatic it's so uh rhythmic it's got all the music and the language elements there's so much to it to be daunting yeah. so if you even go in there and submerge you're going to get the benefits
1: that's you got to go through the gates you got to totally submerge and to some degree put the put our old ways of thinking to the side the ego to the side mm-hmm. because oh, it's yeah. a fully immersive learning experience oh, that's yeah. what that's what's so amazing about it is that you can just put your mind and your preconditioned ways of thinking to the side and be completely immersed in the sound and the movement and oh, the breathing. Yeah. Everyone is singing together. means everyone's breathing together. Right. It's a powerful, powerful oh, thing. The halda is a the, powerful thing. You
0: get the goosebumps. Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah. so that's another thing is that like you talk about the ego, you can't, it shows in there. Oh yeah. You know in what the I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like, and the, the ice fits, path well and that's the thing you you see you see people trying to hang on to stuff you see them struggling you see the whole thing Yeah, and
1: violence erupts or or a non-interesting game or whatever it is. it's like divination the hoda is like reveals so much about human nature. It's
0: so funny how you can see it from the outside so much easier. Oh yeah. The when you're
1: in it. Yeah. Yeah. Fish doesn't, (laughs) fish doesn't see the water that it swims in.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so bizarre. It's such the major learning curve in it all. Yeah. And, but as you were saying, and I was just telling somebody this when we were driving around, I was like, the thing is I've never walked out of a class really where I didn't feel better afterwards. Like, even if Never. I didn't, I just, I'm just like, I Always get. Always
1: feel better. More reset after, yeah, after that, that much movement.
0: Yeah. Something. Yeah. Even if it, if I showed up late and I got a little something, I was like, oh, there was something. I felt it. It was cool. I yep. detached. You, There's no room for extra thought when you're actually playing. Yep. You, everything goes away. And it's, again, it's rhythmic. You've got the breathing, you've got the yeah. movement, and it's creative. It puts you in
1: the fourth dimension. It puts you in the time or timeless dimension. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you feel it. It's cool. What is magic? Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> so anyway, and so that also related to the you finding Wim Hof.
1: Wim Hof. Yeah. Wim, sorry. No, it's okay. I uh.
0: I really don't. I gotta say, I don't know shit about it. Sure. And I was like, I kind of just had seen some things you posted. I got the, I started to follow him. Sure. And I got the kind of broad strokes of Mm -hmm. of what he's doing. Yeah. But uh, then after listening to you speak, I was like, whoa, this is a whole beast of its own. This guy's a thing. I don't know. I mean, obviously, but, um, so you, you already knew about him or what? was? Yeah.
1: I heard about him on social media and saw his documentary. Okay. I had heard about the Dumo yogis of Tibet,
0: mm-hmm. the the repas who, yeah, you, um,
1: who would do similar. They had a similar method of, you know, a lineage in their Tibetan Buddhist <coughs> monasteries where they use cold exposure and deep breathing. Um, I don't really, I've never been initiated into that cause I never was a good enough. Like I've never been like a Tibetan Buddhist in the sense that like I belong to a monastery. Right. And you need to do that to learn those teachings from my understanding. Uh, um,
0: do me a favor, real quick. Sorry, because mm-hmm. I've we totally missed this, but it's it's kind of critical. Oh yeah. So, explain what the method is. Yeah.
1: So the method is, uh, it's a health optimization technique. Mm-hmm. It's it full, fully optimizes the nervous system, that encompasses deep breathing, me, uh, mindset, and meditation, and. Gradual exposure to the cold.
0: What was the, what was the, the, oops, sorry, yeah. Carlos loves it sorry. when I do that. <laughs> uh, what was the, we who,
1: the hoo has, <laughs> <laughs> that's a form of movement that Wim developed. Okay. It's like a horse stance. It's kind of, kind of like Qigong. And when he breathes, he breathes in a who ha sort of like little chant type of thing that they hoo-ha. do. And you, and you, you warm your, you warm your blood from the inside by activating your glutes and your, your hamstrings basically. And the deep breathing pushes off um, lactic acid, mm-hmm. so it keeps the blood alkaline. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to stay in the horse stance longer, um, which just makes going into the cold easier because you're already you're already starting to stimulate some thermogenesis. Oh,
0: I agree. Yeah. I 100%. I was like, I need to do more hoo <laughs> I'm cooling off. The
1: body has the power to heat itself from the inside, mm-hmm. actually without movement. Just There are switches that if we learn how to switch the switches we can control the body so that it heats up mm-hmm. or cools down. Right. And the cold is a great stimulator for that. And the nice thing is, is that all the side effects of doing the cold, the main point of the method is mind body connection mm-hmm. to be able to just, you know, have us control the immune system, optimize the immune system, optimize the functioning of the nervous system, which touches everything in your body.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the cold just has these great health, like healthy side effects, mm-hmm. kills inflammation. Um, you know, it burns fat. It it ups metabolism, brown fat metabolism, and all that. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I was getting warm. It. I was like, we're sitting around in a less clothes, doing the hoo-has. Yeah.
1: yeah, we're in our bathing suits. Yeah, but uh, what I'm
0: saying is, yeah. like, the when I was sitting there with my sweatshirt and listening to the thing and doing the breathing exercises, I um, I was cold. I was like, I'm kind of cold. They have got that door open over there. Like, what's up? And then I'm thinking, seriously, I'm cold now with all my gear on. I think I had a hoodie on and some sweats, you know. I was like, I'm about to go get less of this and then go get in the thing. Woo, hoo ha! <laughs> but after I got warm, yeah, I got warm from and it's you gotta you gotta believe in the method. Yeah, so so you you heard about him,
1: oh, yeah, I heard about him on social media. Uh-huh. had heard about the Tibetan some of the old Tibetan ice yoga type of stuff mm-hmm. um, and he just made it so accessible with this online course that he offers. It's like a two hundred dollars ten week course. So I took that, I started doing cold showers, started doing the deep breathing, and I've done cold showers before,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not really not probably not I didn't do them right mm-hmm. um I didn't but know a did method. you
0: do them? Did you do them like in a kind of uh, Ritual is not the right word, but in like a regimented kind of way I that did. was on a regular. I did. Basis. I studied
1: this this old manuscript called The Day Spring of Youth, which mm-hmm. is like an old Western yoga manuscript before yoga was popular in the West. Mm-hmm. And uh, he talks about, you know, getting the body prepared to do cold showers, mm. but it doesn't really give you like a how. Mm-hmm. Wim does that. Wim through his ten week course gives a very specific method. You know gradual, methodical approach to, like, prime the nervous system up so that, you know, your your nervous system functions differently, your hormones function in a little bit more of a balanced way, and your your arteries and veins are, become more flexible because when you go in the cold, everything constricts and right, tightens up. right. But if you stay in the cold long enough, it all opens up. And when it opens up, that's when your brain can, like, pump the happy hormones through your body and you get all of these great side effects. So, um... I started doing it, took the 10 week course, started doing cold showers every day, uh-huh. you know, little by little 30 started with 30 seconds, moved my way up to a couple minutes, um, started going out to th- lakes with some friends and I would jump uh, in. I would dude. breathe by the side of the lake and I would go in. I do the breathing every morning.
0: Let <laughs> me let me tell you, I there's a breed like the guys that I used to dance with. They would go down to fucking Lake Washington and yeah, jump in in wintertime at nighttime. I was yep. like, that is all my least favorite things.
1: Yep. It Lake jacks your water. immune system up. It jacks your it jacks your T cells and B cells up like two, three hundred percent. Oh, dude, lake
0: water in the night with the thing brushing up against my leg is not fucking happening, huh. bro. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like I a don't hand care. Comes oh, up, Jesus, Like a Jason dude. hand Friday the 13th. I'm so
0: afraid of that. Dark water. Yeah. That kind of water. Dark water's wa- creepy. In, we're,
1: we're built to be afraid of that shit.
0: In the, in the serial killer capital of the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, that
1: what, is that where this is? That's here, yeah. isn't it?
0: Yeah. Lakes were the dumping grounds. I Ooh. have a total no-nos to the lake water around here at nighttime. Thanks. That's all the things my mom told me not to do as a kid.
1: <laughs> Don't go but, swim. Like I said, dark. Yeah, that dude, makes
0: sense. with boys. Yeah, oh yeah,
1: it's true. Don't
0: do it. I didn't, I know better, but I hear what you're saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to do it in the day, but the nighttime is good too. It's fun.
0: Oh no, but my point was that like the, they always impressed me that they did that. You yeah. know, and I was like, more power to you. I'm terrified of all of that. But I was like, there's some, they're, they're into it. Yeah. They're getting something out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not just doing, they're like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm so like.
1: You just got to be, you got to remember how it feels on the other side. Yeah. And then go into it with, with that, that, that feeling already. You have to yeah. make the feeling. Yeah. You I need get to, what you put your mind. You literally feel, you remember what it felt like last time you came out of the water.
0: And then you and go in there and you make you, yourself. Now you capture
1: that emotion right. right? and you program yourself to feel that same way when you go in. Like, and then you just walk right in with a smile on your face slowly. Yeah. Like it's nothing, you know, and then it starts to feel good. That's the crazy thing is yeah. when, when the cold starts to stimulate like a really, like my, when it starts to attract you, it's crazy. It's like, whoa, do I actually want to do, I want to do that.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. that is interesting. Yeah. But my legs got warm while I was in there. hmm yeah, I thought that was interesting too, but okay. So how how did you get to meet Wim? Like what what came across there to make that happen?
1: He did a thing in L.A. did a workshop a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and I was down there at the time, so I went to the workshop, and met him there for a second, and then uh, I was on the website and it had a thing for if you wanted to become an instructor, some button or some message or something, and I thought maybe that's a good way to deepen the practice.
0: Oh yeah, totally. You know? Yeah.
1: So I looked into it and the first week was in LA, which is perfect for me cause I'm right. down there all the time. Right. And then the second one was, uh, on Mount hood in Oregon. And that was last year. On the
0: top of a mountain. <laughs> it was
1: like, yeah, we climbed a mountain shirtless barefoot at like four in the morning with snow on it.
0: Holy God. It
1: was nice. It was a really nice experience. I'm sure. Yeah. No, we went up to the mountaintop and just like danced and just felt all these crazy endorphins because you just your body's just pumping endorphins. So
0: we... yeah, and the air's real thin up there. The air's real thin, <laughs> but we're
1: doing this these breathing techniques. So there's like no like we're just high on oxygen.
0: No, totally. And there's I want no
1: inflammation to... in the body. Like you're just literally your body feels really good just to be in
0: Jeez, dude, are you kidding me it's the fucking rocky moment you're yeah. like I just fu- I'm fucking shirtless yeah, yeah. fucking just climb the mountain. it's a really
1: cool primal experience I mean and I really recommend people to just try it I'm not t- just do it <laughs>
0: that is terrible just advice go, go hey, to no. lake
1: 22 <laughs> take your clothes off wear some shorts climb up that motherfucker and jump in the lake don't forget
0: to breathe
1: breathe bring some warm clothes <laughs> and, and a some, buddy and a buddy
0: yeah bring a buddy
1: or come to a class you know, yeah. learn how to do I, it.
0: I say start with the last thing <laughs> and work your way back. I mean,
1: everybody's different.
0: No, it's cool. Yeah, that is true. I'm different. Some people
1: will just do it. No, I know but people also, that are better at this method that don't know the method.
0: That'll Some sh- people die on sh- mountains, too. That's so true. I'm just yeah, saying, not everybody that's got true. it. Don't just... Look before you leap, humans, and do a little research. <laughs> would you don't know, go doing some mushrooms and then That's try true. to climb a mountain? Be like, I got it. And don't
1: don't mix I, psychedelics with the breathing too much either. Not ooh, in the beginning. Ooh, ooh. I've heard some. I've actually heard a couple. Of, I don't know if I call it horror stories, but
0: the bummers. brain does things. <laughs> some yeah, some bummers. It's bummers like
1: people showing up to like like holotropic breathing sessions like straight tripping, tripping you know and then they put some lights on you could have F- a seizure
0: oh no don't no, fuck dude, around like that yeah. gotta, don't you, do you that you gotta
1: be smart about the way that you approach oh. your your body Practice. with your, your human <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a very delicate machine dude so you know you might want to hack something and experience something dope which we all do but like you have to respect the, the way that the mechanicity of the body works oh yeah yeah
0: well and also know your lane okay don't overdo it yeah you know you gotta exactly. kind of figure that part out first yep yeah, but, and I get it. You're high, so you're having irrational ideas of what's a good idea hey, right now. I'm telling
1: Wim Hof climbed Mount Everest in his trunks. Yeah. So, I That's, mean, I get it.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: I just want to be healthy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I just want to, you know, return back, return my body back to a, like an unconditional, unconditioned, uh, balanced, healthy state, a natural state. Yeah, That's what the method does at the end of the day, for me anyways.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, I got so much out of, I told you, I like went somewhere else when we did the breathing. And (laughs) I was just, I'm remembering when I would, I was doing Bikrams. Mm -hmm. Like I was so bad at the breathe. They do this like rhythmic, quick breath thing. The breath of fire. In the beginning and in the end. And I was like, okay get the rhythm of, I'm not doing it. Really? So I was like faking it. I was like, phew, phew, phew. <laughs> is this <laughs> every time I, like every time fair. they were breathing in, I was breathing out and I was oh, like, shit. couldn't get it. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing this wrong. Uh, I'm doing this. Uh, I'm losing all my focus. Cause yeah. I feel myself breathing weird. Yeah. And um, so, so eventually I figured it out, but, uh, going to your thing, It was kind of the same thing. I was like, I feel weird and I'm doing this. But then by the end of it, I was like, oh, there's some cool. It's it was so dimensional. Yeah. Am I wrong about that? Do I sound like just a weird hippie right now? But I feel like I, I was laying down and I got so lost. And then when you brought it back, it was like, oh, shit, I left my body there. I yeah. totally let go of any connection with anything and was just floating in space.
1: During the breath retention.
0: Yeah. The last the breath, one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You did like three. I think like,
1: I did four sets of 30 deep breaths. Yeah. And then with a, with a exhale, no air in the lungs, breath retention for as long as you can. Right. In between each set.
0: Yeah. And by the end of it, I was like, Oh, there you go, kicked yep. all the way in. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And dude, it's,
1: it's like, reset. That type of breathing it. is to reset everything, and to and also to uh, get toxins out of the bloodstream.
0: Oh, if- with
1: the exhale retentions like that, you you breathe off the CO two, which is what makes lactic acid, inflammation, and pain. You breathe it off. You change the chemistry of your blood to oxygen. the uh, The stacking the oxygen turns the blood alkaline. For like maybe three to five hours oh that's cool so yeah it's great because then everything functions
0: and that's just with the breathing
1: just with the breathing just with the breathing you set your blood alkalinity you reset the blood alkalinity and you put your nervous system back into a flow state because you do the rapid deep breathing which puts you into a sympathetic fight or flight state and then we do exhale retentions which is a parasympathetic rest and digest so in the period of you know it's like sprints
0: Mm -hmm. You know, it's like space for
1: your nervous system. You're just exercising it because you're going like fight or flight balls to the walls, adrenaline going up. And then we, we hold our breath with no air in the lungs and it's completely the opposite. You go into that Zen, deep Zen state of like, well, like you might leave your body or, you know, have some sort of profound stillness or whatever it is. And so those are the two extremes basically of the way the nervous system works, stillness and movement. Right. And as a capoeirista, movement is so important, but I think like the stillness practice the opposite of it which is meditation essentially which we incorporate in the breathing it just like it does so much
0: oh yeah for
1: for the the whole body
0: i also just think that we're always so stimulated by everything around us right now that yeah. like you have to force the stillness yeah you know yeah so in just yeah, you have
1: to make time just learning how to it.
0: disconnect is yeah. super valuable. For sure. Too, you know? For sure. So how long have you been doing this? And I also wanna before I forget, I should have wrote it down, but mm-hmm. um how long can you hold your breath for? Me? Yes.
1: Like the longest I've ever done? Yeah. Well, I don't time it anymore, but when I was and I recommend to time it in the beginning, no air in the lungs during the practice type of I don't the breath? I
0: don't know, just in general. Like I've if you a, had to go deep sea dive tomorrow.
1: I don't know about tomorrow. I smoke blunts sometimes. So <laughs> Um, I've done over five minutes.
0: It's a fucking long time
1: with no air in the lungs. That's crazy. Like on the out breath,
0: right? That's a that's a lot.
1: But what happens is, is did that did you there's pass this,
0: out after? No,
1: no. That what happened that time, or that it's happened a few times, and it's like I get to the two minute or two minute thirty mark, and it's like, oh shit, I gotta breathe, fuck, and then my 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 diaphragm starts to spasm. Come on, motherfucker, let's go, and I'll just be like. Nope. And if I can do that for about 15 seconds, mm-hmm. my brain goes into I don't know if it's an alpha or gamma wave, it's one of those I mean mm-hmm. I know it's a completely different state of consciousness. And then any type of needing to breathe goes away. And everything goes completely clear. I feel like my body is is light and empty on the inside and there's no thinking. The the cerebral cortex is nope, no thinking. It's all feeling. And I feel, uh, I felt in those moments like radiating mm-hmm. some energy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's just what I was. I felt the body, and I was in the body, and I was awake, and I was conscious and coherent. Right. But it wasn't like this, like heavy sack of guts that I normally carry around during the day when I am just up doing my shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. You know, as a
1: human being, brushing my teeth and like, yeah. all right, gonna do. No, it was like diff, like the the state, my the the energy, the electricity was flowing in a different way. Yeah, there was a different part of my brain being stimulated.
0: For sure. Yeah.
1: So yeah, over five minutes. I don't know if I've ever timed myself going further than like five and a half minutes.
0: So what did you do leading up to that? Like how did you...
1: Just doing those rounds that we were
0: doing. Really?
1: Doing rounds. I mean, doing rounds, smoking less,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exercising, movement, movement and practicing breathing and ice because it kills the inflammation. So, and it makes makes the when the... When we have good cardiovascular health when the uh, capillaries are flexible and elastic mm-hmm. then everything gets oxygenated better
0: yeah totally I can see that
1: it gets o- because oxygen is carried through the hemoglobin bonds to the hemoglobin in the blood and it's taken to the tissues so the better that our you know the are the lower our heart rate our resting heart rate all of those things contribute you know no stress. Having like a low stress lifestyle <laughs> is super important. And there's like <laughs> there's like the the mechanicity of the stress. Like I have a lot of work stress, quote unquote, but I compartmentalize it. You mm-hmm. you have to be able to compartmentalize the stress so that so that it makes you stronger. Cause you know, if it's not making you stronger, then it's killing you. Yeah. It's gotta it's stress does one you, you can use stress in one of two ways. It doesn't, it doesn't just sit there. Stress is like a, it's like a stimulant. Totally. And so you know, you're either going to get stronger with the stress, like when you work out or do the, you know, breathing is a stressor, right. cold is a stressor, you know, going to exercise, going to capoeira is a, is a definitely a stressor on the body, but it, you know, it makes it stronger. Yeah. You know, but it's the stress we got to figure out the stresses that are killing us and turn them somehow approach them in a different way. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, no, I totally agree with that. Yep. I feel like. I try to approach most things and projects like that. I don't ever go into something. I just have a, like, let's get it done. Yep. And it's not that it's not impending. It's not that it's not important. It's just that me freaking out about it isn't going to manifest it easier or more efficiently. I don't need that to perform. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so
1: we could be intense without without letting the ego, so to speak, or egos, get in the way.
0: And or we could still fear. be intense
1: and st- or fear. I mean, I yeah, feel like fear. that yeah, comes fear. from
0: fear of it like does. failing or not do it, yep. it, not getting the thing that you had in your mind. that yeah. and it then triggers it's like,
1: anxious yeah and thought then, patterns. Totally, yeah.
0: totally for sure. And I'm like, that's not helping me get, achieve anything. It's yeah. actually a distraction. Yeah, you know. So. What so you wanted to teach it just to practice? Yeah. And how long have you been doing it?
1: Uh, three and a half years. That's cool. And before that, I was doing different forms of pranayamas, yogic breathing, and stuff like that. But nothing that was as efficient. I mean, it would take me an hour to get to where I get to in ten minutes of Wim Hof breathing. It would take me like an hour or ninety minutes of doing other forms of pranayamas to. So
0: that's to another thing, right? It's
1: like a cheat. It's like not even fair. It's so simple. It's
0: completely and just, stripped down. You just came across it off of social media? Yeah. That's a trip. Yeah, they
1: were somehow, they must have been marketing to my demographic right, or whatever. Right. They marketed perfect. And I kept seeing this old dude, you know, in the snow. I'm like, all right, who's this guy? And then I saw the Vice documentary and was like, oh, he's teaching Dumo for the modern times. And then I looked into him and I was like, it's actually different than that. It's super, he's tell- a super original guy.
0: Okay, now tell me about the, the bacteria?
1: Oh, yeah. They took Wim in the University of Radboud in the Netherlands and they shot him with 16,000 people with this endotoxin, like an E. coli bacteria. hmm And they all got sick, right? Naturally. Right. That's what happens. Yeah. They shoot you with bacteria. 15 minutes later, you're puking and you have a headache and your body's fighting it off. And uh-huh. the inflammation markers that are a part of the line of defense of your immune system. Mm-hmm. So you throwing up and all of that, it's your body trying to get rid of the poison. Totally. So Wim goes in, does his breathing, primes his nervous system up. They shoot him with the endotoxin, and there were no there were no uh, immune responses. You have a strobe light on your phone. I'm gonna I would have a seizure. <laughs> don't
0: you're gonna do give it. someone
1: a seizure in a taco shop, you're gonna no! get a call and someone's gonna go into a seizure. Don't it's say a straight it. up strobe light. That's crazy. I know. I actually don't mind
0: it. <laughs> I like it. So um,
1: so they shot him with the endotoxin and yeah, he didn't have, he was able to control his immune system. And so they, the scientists were like, all right, you're a freak of nature. Um, you know, this is just you, you have a crazy immune system, whatever. And he says, give me a control group of 12 people. And in four days I can teach him how to do the same thing. So they took, he got 12 people, took them up to Mount Schneska in Poland, did all this cold stuff, did all this breathing movement. Um, there's, now there's mine. Uh, and four days later, he brought them into the university and they shot them with endotoxin and they didn't get sick. Yeah. So yeah. Um,
0: so it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So
1: the idea is we can control our immune system, which was thought of thought to be impossible until whatever, three years ago. And now there's chapters in biography textbooks, you know, with Wim Hof. Talking about the control of the autonomic nervous system, the parts of the body that we thought previously we could not control. Like it's a machine that functions on its own and we're learning actually there is a connection. We can consciously influence all of the biological processes of our body. We can enter into the cells. We can consciously enter into our tissue. We can connect with the nervous system in ways that you we're thought of as impossible in Western science. Can
0: you levitate? No. No. mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Not yet.
1: Not yet. No. But, if I could I'd get really good at Capoeira.
0: But like inside <laughs> I'm levitating, right?
1: I can levitate my emotions. I can levitate my state of consciousness. Yep. It, I mean that's like a metaphorical levitation, like raising the raising awareness, raising <laughs>
0: like raising the roof. Like raising kind
1: <laughs> kind of like philosophically the, th- raising the roof.
0: Exactly. exactly. Put it up, put it up. That's
1: true. So
0: um, I It's think-
1: about developing two two forms of sense. Interoception which is the ability to enter into any part of your body, interior perception, and proprioception, which is like awakening the five senses to nature and being totally aware of what's around us. And uh, expansion of consciousness, which is what the Wim Hof Method is all about. It works those two forms of perception, proprioception and interoception. I'm getting a little bit heady, but...
0: How uh, long has he been doing this?
1: Oh, like 50 years, probably, since he was a kid. Since he was 15 or 17 or something like that. He's 60 now, so... What is that? 35, 45 What a life. He was, yeah, he was just like a yogi. He traveled around, taught. He was a mountaineer. You know, I'm not, I guess maybe 20 years ago, started getting some.
0: I wish I was a mountaineer.
1: You know, I've been thinking it would be dope to be able to take people on like treks. It would be dope. Uh,
0: I used to go to this. So my family had a cabin up near White Pass. And there's like uh, this waterfall that you're not supposed to have access to, but we had property there. And so the, one of the neighbor guys said he would let us go up there. Well, this guy built a trail with a four wheeler to the top of the mountain, but you like need a stick. You have to hike it. And it's totally untouched because it's private property and there's all this stuff. And he will come out there and shoot your ass if you even try to get anywhere near any of it. Mm -hmm. But he built a hydroelectric dam at the top of it to power his cabin. And like we used to just as kids just run around up there, take the dogs up there. And it was like a major hike to get up there. And, uh, I'm, it's like, it's just the idea of just totally being submerged and knowing you knew there was nobody up there. Yep. So it's all
1: you and nature. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and just the different, I was like, if you're going to see Sasquatch, this is where it's going to yep. be.
1: They're sleeping like, right there.
0: Yeah. It's Which true. I don't, I don't really think I believe in the Sasquatch, but
1: I think that they were once a thing probably. And maybe, yeah. In maybe some like, form. That's where the legends came from. Right. Because they probably maybe 10,000 or 15,000 years ago, maybe there were some weird species running around.
0: Did you see that thing about the, the one they had in the Amazon? Are we
1: talking Sasquatch
0: right now? Kind
1: of. All right, what happened in the Amazon? So,
0: well, there was a, <laughs> they found a animal that walked, a, I forget, Pedia, Pedy something. Yeah. It walks on two legs, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's quite large, but it through folklore got blown up into this thing. Mm-hmm. But it was also, also this really weird... They found it? Yep. And like they a, thought it was extinct. Was it a mammal? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. But it's huh. not as big as... A biped. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he... this, There was, you know, farmer guys that would go out into the woods and stuff like that who would say they would see things. But then through the folklore of it and running away, they yeah. al- it, it was it always... It became a crazy w- thing. Way giant... Yeah. You know, there's definitely of a least
1: species on the planet that we have not discovered yet. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know about.
0: Sasquatch. Anyway, I would want to be a mountaineer.
1: Yeah, for sure. I would like to become a sasquatch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have? <laughs> I saw you, this dude can on you Instagram. You no, know, I saw
1: this dude on Instagram that lives in this rainforest on the Olympic Peninsula. Uh huh. And he's a he's a mountain man. Yeah. And he's kind of famous, I guess. I forgot his name. His name escapes me. He is full on sasquatch. He's barefoot. It's crazy. Seriously? Yeah, yep. year-round.
0: The barefoot thing. I mean, it's I feel so, like your feet would... You. Yeah, I was... I, I do and it. your feet would just get used to it. They yeah. really would.
1: I do earthing probably four or five days a week.
0: It's your... Okay, now you're the second person in Grounding. two days. Yes. Yeah. That... I do it. Has talked to me about that. So my friend has high blood pressure mm-hmm. and he's... I think he's the same age as me mm-hmm. or... And he had... He's had a heart attack and maybe oh, two. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he said, you know, he's got major health problems. And he's trying. He, he said he's been grounding, yep. earthing. And he's like, no, it's everything. And they sell these blankets yep. that you can put on your mattress. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just interesting. So you do that where?
1: Volunteer park with my dog.
0: Oh, yeah. totally. I
1: wear sandals on my morning walks, mm-hmm. even in the winter. And even if there's snow, I take my sandals off and just walk foot to soil supposed to be really good for you. I mean, I feel different when I do it. Oh yeah. It could just be the temperature and just the shock and just feeling thing and just like feeling the earth. But I think there's something to it. There's, there's theories about, um, electric, electric fields and negative ions that the earth, that the earth gives off. Yeah. So when we remove the, you know, when we remove the, uh, what's the opposite of a conductor, the rubber soles, the shit that blocks the electricity from entering. Right. Right. I mean, the idea is it disconnects us from that field. Yeah. My so, friend
0: was saying that it actually, it, it's so funny because when you hear it like off on the side, it sounds like witchcraft.
1: Pseudoscience. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's bullshit. But. Try it.
0: No, but see, this. thing. All you got to do
1: is take your shoes off, motherfucker. That's it.
0: He tested himself. Yeah. He tested his levels for his diabetes and right. everything and his heart and everything was getting better. And then It's he, crazy. It's so dope. He's like, you could tangibly see it.
1: It's the nervous system.
0: And so. Uh, I don't know, but it, it's interesting that you said that and yeah. he said that. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm telling, it's night and day for me when I do it. Like I feel completely different.
0: I love to play capoeira in the grass without, yeah.
1: yep. without the shoes best on. best feeling if, ever.
0: The little grass. Especially
1: gra- capoeira because then you put your hands and your head and everything on the ground and you create, can I think that we create electrical connections with nature, you know? Yeah. It's a real thing. And then just being outside, to when you breathe, you breathe in molecules that enter into your biome, your gut bacteria, yeah, which influences, you know, you have more neurons in your gut than you do in your brain. Um, and it just, it influences everything going outside and, and being touching nature.
0: Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, oh, yeah. we've been, <laughs> poor, poor Lucas, my son, we have him run outside and play outside with on without his shoes on but he keeps cutting his toe because well he's got better balance now but I was like yeah he should kind of be wearing the shoes out there but we try to do it as much as we can without it's just that's another cool thing about Capoeira it's barefoot
1: yep Yeah. Most most of the time.
0: <laughs> this is like the depending on uh, some place a major PSA for Capoeira. Do Capoeira today somewhere. Go get some Capoeira in your life.
1: Life change. You'll move. You'll you'll learn through Capoeira how to move and optimize the movement of every part of every movable part of your body. That's the amazing thing about Capoeira. Think about that freedom of movement. I mean, but life is movement, and when you're free to move in all possible directions, all parts, possible parts of your body, it opens up. Connections between your brain and your body that just aren't there otherwise.
0: Oh, no, I I totally agree. I mean... It
1: turns you crazy. It makes you crazy. The,
0: but just me no, dancing, and two when I was dancing, I would be at a festival. I would be at the club mm-hmm. or something, and I could just feel, like, my hairs standing up on my arms. I yep. would get the craziest endorphins yeah. where, like... I was like, I feel like I can feel my hair growing right now. Yeah, like I can dope. feel every little molecule and I'm like steaming.
1: That's so dope.
0: I was at a festival, like sitting in the grass, like on the edge of this dome. And my friend's like, dude, you're like steaming. There, there was just like this ray. And I was like, dude, you can't understand how I yeah. feel right yeah. now, though. It's like, yeah, that looks crazy. And inside I'm like pulsing like that. It's amazing. It, it, that was everything for me. I was like, whatever I can do to keep doing this in my life, this is where all of my peace, all of my harmony comes from.
1: It's so important to find forms of movement that you really can connect with. There's nowhere else you can find that kind of feeling. I don't think that, and there's, I haven't found a feeling anywhere. I mean,
0: maybe I feel like somebody, I, when I watch singers sometimes and they like hit these, Oh moves, yeah. You know, I'm like th- we feel it right. We get goosebumps. I could get a tear in my eye at a really good performance. And I think that's also that sweet spot. I mean, there's different sweet spots, but I'm saying
1: like the movement sweet spot that also makes you healthier. Like
0: totally the
1: process of doing it and getting that feeling. They're all, I mean, I think they're all amazing and we should, in a sense, chase that. We should chase higher states of conscious, healthy, higher states of consciousness. I agree. We should look for it in music, in arts, in the way that we eat, in the way that we, move
0: and the way, the way that, that we, we connect still, with we, people like who you're really being around. Yeah. Are they being artistic and productive? Because that and,
1: will, that will raise or lower your state of consciousness real fast. Totally. Who you walk with, who you spend time with. You oh, know, I community.
0: feel like, I feel like that's one of the things that I'm going to make sure that my kid understands is that the company you keep is everything, everything they can lift you up or they can pull you down. But the truth is, you don't have to be friends with everybody. You can choose who you want to harmonize it's, with. It's all
1: about how much space. Like I love being connected to all human beings. Oh yeah, but I don't keep the same space between myself. Totally, and totally. My, totally. Space is the place. So sometimes it's just like, I'm like, I need more space from that human. Maybe a lifetime of space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all well, the best.
0: But that's what I'm seeing. Like I'm, I, I like to look at it like that. Yeah. Where it's like I have nothing against you. Yeah. Succeed at whatever you want. Do your thing but at the same time if we're not
1: yeah walking in the same and we or
0: creating something and yeah. there has there's some true purpose to this then you know we're both just wasting time yep so I but that. i also believe that you know the the vibrations and the influence of people around you can bring you down too and you got to recognize that also
1: oh yeah so over and over again i feel like how many <laughs> yeah How many
0: of these classes have you taught?
1: That was my sixth or seventh one. Cool. So I started doing them in January Mm -hmm. and uh, I was hoping to do 10 this year, but I think I'm on six or seven. Okay. So I have another one coming up in long beach on November 24th. Um, yeah. And we're going to start doing the intermediate, like kind of private work groups for people that have already been introduced to the method. Yeah. Try to keep that kind of, actually it's in this neighborhood. Try to keep that on the regular.
0: What does that entail?
1: That will be 90 minutes of, it'll basically be 30 minutes of breathing, Mm -hmm. 15 minutes of 20 minutes of meditation, and then the rest will be movement and ice bath. And that's it. And I'll just be coaching people with the practice. I won't be like breaking down the science like in a lecture format. It'll be like put on some music or play some music Mm -hmm. and then do the method. And uh, I would love to see where it evolves because you can use the method in so many different ways uh, I use it when I train capoeira. I, I I have intervals where I'll sit and do a slightly different form of breathing than what I taught at the workshop, but right. it's made for you're not
0: hoo han in the corner. Not I'm not, on, on, <laughs> but I
1: sit down in lotus and I do I do some rapid breathing, but right. I do like I hold it on the in breath and I do and I toggle it in different ways right. to optimize movement rather than putting myself in more of a zen state. I put myself more gotcha. in like a pop up and like do right. more mei luja state. Right, I mean? right, right. So. um... Yeah. You know, we'll be getting into that in the intermediate group. I'll be like showing different breathing techniques for different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be fun.
0: Have they been growing? Do, how are people finding out about you?
1: Um, and
0: these classes, like you connected <laughs> with Fabrizio and I right. was like, Hey, I want to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Actually, I haven't put much in.
0: Do you like that, guys? I'm thinking about the people who even care to listen. I stuck my foot right in there Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, me too. Hashtag me too. I did it. I did do it. And I got in there Mm -hmm. and I got an ice bath in my bathing suit in front of strangers. Testifying. Okay. I could have wore shorts. I wish I had brought my damn shorts. I didn't know. (laughs) I went full bathing suit and then I got in there and I realized I looked around. I was like, I could have had a tank top on some shorts. I didn't know. And nobody, it's all good. nobody's
1: nobody's nobody's paying attention. Nobody we're just, cares. We're literally just no, no. It's, you're in for such my, a different state
0: for my own sake, though. Yeah, for sure. It's like I'm already doing something uncomfortable. True, <laughs> like true. I should go into it with my comfort zone already established. No, yeah. you did fine. I thank you. you I fine. thank you. I don't I think you th- thought hey. about it
1: in the ice. I'm sure you didn't think about it.
0: In the ice. Uh, no. No. I, I didn't cry either. Nope. And I thought that was a possibility. No, you're breathing
1: smooth and slow. It was good.
0: I breathed. I mm-hmm. could have gone a little deeper, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Next time. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool.
1: You won't get sick this winter or whatever if you do those twice a week or once a Ugh, week. Yeah. If you do cold showers every day and an ice bath once a week or twice a week, you won't get sick.
0: So let me ask you this. Uh, what about sauna? You like the I sauna? I do it every day. Okay. Love it. Do you have a sauna at your house? No,
1: I'm I'm a member at the Banya. Yeah. I go there, there was like a, a I'm hey, like a Banya Hey,
0: Shout out to the Banya hippies because now that you're hippies, I just call everybody hippies sometimes. Uh, today I'm I got extra hippies. There's some hippie shit. I did went to the all the way to the Sasquatch today. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I went full hippies on that. Um yeah, we did the like drumming music part, mm, and that was sorry super hippie sauce.
1: Well, but sometimes people grab the instruments that don't know how to play it.
0: Yeah, well, and whatever. then it turns
1: into a hippie drum fest instead of like an actual
0: rhythm. I was hoping
1: you. If, I was like hope. I mean, I'm gonna put the instruments out. You did.
0: I did. Did you hear me?
1: I did. Oh yeah. No, it was good. I played. But there was like I, drum beats. I wasn't that were
0: gonna not. sing, but right. I, I. But mm. I just thought to- I go there sometimes. Really in workshops. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'll sing, I'll do like, I'll get people chanting and singing capoeira songs. It goes well with the hoohas.
0: I think so. Here's another thing. I just
1: don't want to like appropriate it. I don't want to, capoeira is something sacred. And for me, it mixes with the Wim Hof Method, but I'm not trying trying
0: to shove it down people's throats.
1: No, but it is a gateway. Obviously, like if people learn about Wim Hof Method through capoeira, dope. If people learn about capoeira through Wim Hof Method, dope. If people meet other movers at one of my workshops, And they learn yoga from someone else because they met some dope, like get into movement. Yeah. Optimize the, the more optimized humans around us, the happier and healthier our society is. So
0: that's what I will say that too. I mean, so there was a lot of people that are like, Oh, Banya, Banya, we were here for that. And then, um, but you're getting like-minded people. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool that people were talking about like addiction struggles and that I thought that was such a really mature way to, address it oh, yeah. and deal with it and sophisticated and humble to even say that there was
1: a man there that was literally detoxing from heroin, like in the middle of his shit.
0: Oh, that's heavy duty.
1: Oh my gosh. My heart opened up for him. I, I was just like, Hey brother, like all the power to you, all yeah. the strength, you got this. No, he got in the, got in the ice and everything. And I mean, he was suffering bef- when he got there, he was right. uncomfortable just standing there. Right, you know? He did it. Yeah. He did it.
0: I mean, that obviously, it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you get in these like minded, you know, circles of people, all walks of life. Yep. All walks of life, which was so cool. And I mean, honestly, like I, I have friends of mine that if they told me they they did this, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But if you ask one of my friends if I did this, uh, they'd be like, "Really?" You're like, "Hell no." My friend went to Vipassana. I love it. See, and I, I was like, yeah, "Yeah, cool." Good for ten, ten days. Oh fuck!
1: Is yeah, that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Ten days.
0: Somewhere close here, out here too, and some mm-hmm. people love it and they mm-hmm. go back. Yeah. Um, but most I, people do. She said this. Sometimes you have to like lay there still for so long.
1: Hey, you could meditate at a Vipassana retreat. I think it's a ten hour a day practice. Ugh. I don't think that they, I don't think it's required, but I think that there's sessions 10 hours a day and you don't speak. Right. You don't look people in the eye. There's no communication. You should, I've don't
0: done look people in the eye. That's I mean, fucking weird. I mean, at least
1: at the ones that I've been to, I've, I actually have not done a Goenka like a proper Vipassana 10 day retreat, but I've done a lot of different meditation retreats and yeah, you want to close your senses off for, for period, for long periods of time to really go inside and to, you know, to get deep. Yeah. And so yeah. yeah. So you don't speak and you don't really like you don't like make eye contact or like really communicate. You just go into that Zen, you know, you just put your eyes down and soften your gaze. So you're in the little monastery. We would, we would basically make a monastery out of a house in LA. There were different places that would have these yeah, yeah. beautiful retreats, yeah. you know, with multi bedroom house. Yeah, and then, totally. You know, the dining room turns into a meditation room Uh huh. and some of them, they black the windows out with foil. Right. And they take the clocks away.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And then
1: you, and then they'll, they'll, you'll, uh. These are like dream retreats. So you'll meditate and then you'll sleep for weird hours uh-huh. so that every time you put your head down, you start to dream like Technicolor. Oh, so weird. It's a dream retreat. It's like a dream yoga retreat is what it's called.
0: Oh I used my to gosh. go to
1: those when I was like 19, 20.
0: Holy golly. In
1: Santa Monica and like the West side.
0: I got to say, like just whole- for anybody who is listening to this, are you out there? Are you listening? This guy doesn't look... He's like a s- secret undercover hippie, okay? Ah, he looks... S- I'm
1: not a hippie.
0: No, I mean, you're not. I some hippie shit, I guess. You dude, you there's got a shit. lot of the hippie shit, okay? <laughs> a lot of it.
1: But, but I, that's but I what use it, deodorant. I take showers but every you're day. Like, I don't but you're like
0: a hippie executive, <laughs> you know, like with an urban edge. Uh, <laughs> but it's... Uh, <laughs> But you are a motherfucking hippie, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. In my favorite kind mm-hmm. of way. I got to say, I really liked the cadence of how you led the class. I was like, that makes or breaks mm-hmm. a lot of it for me. Like, mm-hmm. if you were talking to hippy dippy during mm-hmm. that, yeah, no. I think I would have checked out, you yeah. know, in a way. That's what I'm saying. Some of my friends, they're I like. I like to
1: keep it grounded in science. Yeah. Because the science is there. So, like.
0: Well, I have makes... out of
1: out of my way to learn it, so I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna break it down scientifically." We could leave the mystical stuff over coffee or drinks or something or whatever yeah. type of thing. Yeah, but if there's science,
0: let the science break speak. the science down yeah.
1: so people feel know why they're gonna practice it, and then when they practice it, they'll have their own interpretation of their own feelings and mystical totally. feelings. And... Totally. I'm
0: like, I was tripping out, bro, and I left my body. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah,
1: people get visions. People cry.
0: But no, that was me. I really said that. And I'm just I I went full hip stays on it. Um, But (laughs) either way, I really like the cadence. I like the matter of factness. I like the honesty that you're like, look, I'm not up here. It could go culty if somebody were to be advantageous in that. Approach. Oh, yeah. You know, but you approached it in this way. Like, look, I don't I still don't like doing this and I'm not going to like <laughs> get to this cold point. still sucks
1: a lot of the time. Yeah.
0: yeah. I got to say, those tubs were cool. Yeah. What is they're that?
1: Great. They're just little one person tubs.
0: Is that a Blow thing? Tubs. Is that a you thing? You saw them. Yeah. They're, late like in China. They're, yeah. Like, they're, they're like tall. They're like they're perfect.
1: Plastic, plastic little barrel things. What'd
0: you pay for that?
1: Fifty bucks.
0: Really? Uh-huh. More than I thought, actually. Amazon. Oh, those dastardly yep. Bezos. Prime. Bezos, Prime. you out there. I've seen your, your $50 your, plastic. i seen your balls in the middle of the city, your geodome balls. Do mm-hmm. you think that's subliminal? Mm-mm. I think not. No. He is just like, here's Seattle.
1: Here's my testicles.
0: Yeah, right in the middle of it. I'm
1: just going to put them here.
0: Yeah, next to my city blocks I bought. Sorry, P.S. I own this. Mm-hmm. I'm out of you. Anyway, um, don't, don't take away my prime, please.
1: (laughs) I know it's too convenient. It's
0: so good. (laughs) Gosh,
1: prime is too convenient.
0: Anyway, so, so that's cool. The baths were cool. The cadence was cool. What did you
1: like about the cadence? You mean like the way that, the way that that you delivered it? Yeah, Yeah.
0: exactly. But also when it would be on the threshold of too wordy, it was like, okay, now we're going to breathe. So we're going to have snacks. Or whatever. Eat some snacks, oh, the snacks started slow, but there was a big rumble afterwards. Yeah, they were yummy. That was some excellent hummus. Mm-hmm. I had some of the- That's hippie
1: shit. I fucked up. You're right. I'm a hippie. I had hummus there. <laughs> hummus is full full board hippie. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think about that. There was no oh, steak. Oh, so funny
0: up. and yogurt.
1: Yogurt. Oh my gosh. Hummus hip, and full, yo- hip, It was a hippie party, guys. Yeah, it was yeah, like a, it was, yeah trippy, trippy
0: hippies. Yes, but that was cool because for it being <laughs> yogurt and hummus. <laughs> oh my god, my friend she went she, the same girl who did vipassana. She went to an ashram in mm-hmm. India. Yeah. Oh, she said it was charlatanry. Oh really? Yeah. Guy was like fake manifesting yeah. gold watches and some of them. Um, they
1: do that shit. Yes. Yeah, so. You do that here too. I have friends. I have a friend that's a charlatan. I have a couple friends. I grew up in circles of, in esoteric circles. This is what I mean. Venice and shit. And I've seen people just like, I love tarot and astrology and I love the Western crafts and all of that. But people like, I like it because it's like an inkblot test. It's like if you look at tarot or if you want to bring up astrology, is there any objective truth no it's completely subjective it's what you see in it totally and the message is what are you seeing
0: you're it? gonna make it You see,
1: and so then you get to perceive what you're perceiving and that's the magic of it it's a form of like it's a primitive form it's a primitive technology that's supposed to make more self-awareness but people use it to like you tell you end up your telling, you or end like up to telling your own people. truth you end up telling your own truth and it's a form of self-expression it's an art It's not a fucking science. Mm -mm. Mm -mm.
0: No. And people try to govern other people's lives and then they feel a taste of that power. That's what I'm saying. You, you could be manipulative, uh, not you, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah. someone who could get a little juice off the power of that, that, uh, platform could totally try to be advantageous with that. Fuck that. Exactly. Mm. and, I never I don't
1: want to be responsible for other people's would, lives not that I would not
0: that I would ever think that about you sure but it, it was go in like, that direction but the way you delivered it it didn't even leave any question for that to be a concern it yeah. was very like approachable matter of fact informational um pure to your story also um but with a with a friendly open tone that was just like you know, let you really hear what it is. Nice. It was really great. And then music was good. Food was good. The people were honest. Alice everybody Coltrane.
1: Was... Alice Coltrane, John Coltrane's wife. Mm. That's breathing music.
0: Oh, there you that's go. That's what we
1: were listening to. That's cool. Alice Coltrane, folks.
0: For the people. Oh, my gosh. So, so, okay, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up, but um let's, Real quick, why don't you tell me? Okay, he has a shop here in Seattle, and it's quite fancy. Uh, I'm I totally want you to say what that is because uh-huh. it just shows that he's not he's not just I make a jokes, but he's not just a hippie on a mountain. This guy is a uh, a clear thinker. He's investing in himself, and he's doing powerful things, beautiful things. He's he's his own man, and he's uh, got a shop downtown. So you can just check it all out. How do we find that? And I want to know your Instagram, yep. blah, blah, blah.
1: So that is a company called Maria Seal, mm-hmm. named after my cousin, who's my business partner. We went into business six years ago. I was in Long Beach. She was up here in Seattle. We opened up, uh, we started a brand, uh, used social media to make a website and to, you know, it was a retail site. Then we opened up a brick and mortar in Belltown, moved it to a big, beautiful spot in downtown a couple years ago. We have a wholesale line of jewelry and desktop products.
0: And let me tell you, the jewelry is gorgeous. It's Ding. like, <laughs> it's seriously like elegant, sophisticated, light, modern, sleek. It's really nice. And you were generous enough to donate something oh, yeah. for one of the fundraisers that's one right. time. It's really high quality. Um, and again, it's a that's just- made it's, That's made in
1: Seattle. It's made in Seattle. that's cool. All solid sterling and gold. That's like, that's good. Good stuff made by, made by us here in Seattle. Uh, we have a line of books called the 52 lists that my cousin authored, um, Maria seal on Instagram or whatever. So yeah, I do. I'm the business director. So I do that. That's like my day job. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to grow that business. Totally. And then for my, for my passion, my passion is capoeira and meditation. Mm-hmm. Wim-, Wim Hof method. You know, yeah. that's my lifestyle. That's what I do when I'm not sitting at a desk. Totally. So on Instagram is Reed Wasser.
0: Yeah. Spell Reed it.
1: Wasser, R E E D W A S S E R. That's my first and last name.
0: Yep. Know Same me. on Facebook. Know him. Know him. You guys there. That?
1: He's there. He's doing stuff. You know, he's, he's accessible. in the cold.
0: Plus, you can see him uh, in the snow with Wim Hof. You've got oh, yeah, photos got, up there. Well, yeah, stuff, I use so. that for
1: the for the workshops. That That's like my Instagram gold when it comes to marketing. That's like the only way I market that workshop that I do is for I sure. put a little picture of that and I say you could
0: learn with the Wim Hof method. I right. do.
1: Yeah, yeah. It works. Which No, it's gold <laughs> and
0: for yeah. sure. But the, it, it's not false either.
1: Yeah, I'm there with Wim. Yeah. The top of a mountain in the snow with our shirts off. Yeah. Dancing around.
0: So there you feeling go. Feeling
1: nice. I have a good, good feeling in that Super picture.
0: Super authentic. I want to say thank you you. so much for coming on. This is uh, obviously just a little pleasure project for me, but. like to give people information, people are listening, and it was a super cool experience. The class, oh, too. Thank you. So, I love to hear you talk about it, and I was really excited to have you on here and nice. share the whole story. Yeah, thank you. Super this is fun. cool. So, and uh, thanks again. I'm to CZ Media. You didn't hear him, but bad Carlos is still in the house. They would have, oh, he's so cheap, he's so cheap. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I totally sprung that on him on yeah, purpose. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. Give him the base. So uh, I want to say, uh, go get a hold of Fabulous Cleaning Services. Um, they are doing move ins, move out. They do uh, industrial. They do commercial. They do deep cleans. Uh, the whole nine and super high quality, very trustworthy. And, uh, we also have Capoeira Males there over in the old Rainier Brewery and, uh,
1: the legendary Mestre Curisco.
0: Yeah. I know that guy. He's cool. The um, legend, the legend. He's, he's the legend, the master. He is. Yeah. It, that's, those are true statements actually. My so, Mestre
1: is down in Long Beach. His yes. name is Mestre Hoki. He's a different guy, but everybody knows Mestre Curisco. He's the dude. Dude, he Go gets, study capoeira. If you're up in Seattle, like, look, I teach capoeira a little bit and do the, go study with Mestre Curisco. Otherwise you're tripping.
0: Yeah. It, <laughs> the dude's real. He's, he's authentic.
1: The, as real <laughs> as it gets.
0: Yeah. So, and then also I want to say thanks to CZ Media, Carlos specifically, always holding it down, always giving us the great service okay and his podcast is awesome you should check it out he's slaying it he's got all the coolest guests and uh also i want to say uh check out the beacon down in the id um they're going to move locations soon but they have classes going on all the time hip-hop yoga uh breaking house dancing whacking if you want to move your butt skis they have kids' classes and they have events there sometimes, battles, like underground battles. So if you want a taste of the real, authentic uh, culture of dance, that's the hub. And uh, and uh, I think that's going to be it. Next time, I really hope we're going to get Black Strong in the house. So if you see him, tell him to get at me. Ready? And keep it classy. Hey, That was fun.